Hello, my beautiful and strong mamas. Thank you for tuning in to Daily Mom Joy with Relly. I want you to think about the last thing you did for someone other than yourself. Maybe you picked up some toys and put them back in the toy bin for the millionth time. Maybe you changed a diaper today for the millionth time. Maybe tonight marks your millionth soccer practice or dance carpool. Maybe you're putting chicken nuggets and french fries in the oven for the millionth time or folding the same underwear for the same millionth time in a row. Our life as moms can seem pretty damn routine, can it? If we sat here and put together all the services that we do for our family, I would argue that there's not enough money in the world to pay a mom for what she's actually worth. Isn't that right, ladies? That makes us priceless. With that said, are you walking around right now like you're priceless? Do you look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am priceless? Well, if you don't, you should. Now, I asked you to think of the last service that you provided for your family, or maybe perhaps a friend, a stranger, who knows, but just a service that you provided. Whatever that service was, I want you to ask yourself, how did you feel while you were doing it? What kind of things were you saying to yourself? Now, if you're not really sure and you're like, well, really, I don't know, I was just putting toy bins away (laughs) or putting toys in the toy bin like usual, or, you know, I was doing the same thing that I do every day. So if you're not really sure, I just want you to look back and and think about the behavior. Just think of of a movie reel, if you will. What were you doing and how were you doing it? So if you were slamming toys in the toy bin, I'm going to assume that you didn't necessarily have the warm and fuzzies while you were picking them up off the floor for the millionth time. If you were doing dishes angrily, and we all know what that means, by the way, because at some point in time, I don't care who you are, we've all done angry dishes before. But maybe you were cursing someone out while you were doing carpool for the millionth time. Somebody cut you off and maybe you didn't act in the way that you maybe wanted to with the kids in the car. Or maybe you were giving death threats to the washer and dryer machine while you were unloading your next mountain of laundry to put away. These are all indicative of perhaps some pent-up resentment. Resentment, we've heard that word before, right? So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how to tackle resentment. And by the end of this podcast episode, I'm hoping that you're going to view the word a little bit differently. Now, my clients will tell you that in my personal opinion, negative emotions get a bad rep. For a lot of us, we've grown up with the idea that feeling angry is mm, taboo sometimes, right? Like we're not supposed to feel angry, especially as women, like angry just looks bad on us. Feeling sadness, frustration, bitterness, disappointment, all of the above, all those things we shouldn't be doing. We shouldn't be um, feeling those things. We should be avoiding them. So we grew up with the idea that basically Happiness equals the absence of these quote-unquote negative emotions. Well, you know what I'm going to say to that, right? That's bullshit. (laughs) We are beautiful human beings with complex emotions. And these quote-unquote negative emotions don't always equate to bad. I'll give you an example. You don't know how many times a day a client will come to me and they'll define themselves, you know, describe themselves, label themselves as depressed. But what they're actually describing is natural sadness. Natural sadness over a sad event. 
Guys, when something is sad, it's appropriate for you to feel sad. That's not pathology. It's just simply having human emotion. So it's okay to feel fear. It's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel disappointment, bitterness, all of these emotions. It's part of who we are as humans. It makes us who we are. Now, what it's not okay is when we pitch a tent and live there. When it becomes our day-to-day normal default emotion. What's not okay is when we express these quote-unquote negative emotions in a way that doesn't really serve us or worse, in a way that harms us or someone else, okay? So something to keep in mind. But today we're gonna focus on resentment. So resentment can be a popular emotion among moms because let's face it, we are in the business of serving others. If you didn't realize that, hello, you are. You're in the business of serving. Add that to your resume. So because we're in the business of serving our loved ones, you know, raising human beings being the primary one, We can fall into resentment when we continue to service our families, but perhaps we feel maybe it isn't appreciated. Or maybe when we perceive something to be unfair, right? So that can raise recurring negative feelings, maybe towards, you know, our, our family members, our loved ones, the people that we are servicing. For many of us, that means anger is associated with resentment. So we equate anger and resentment or, or we put it in the same in the same bucket, if you will. Maybe for you, sadness or bitterness. But for, for most, I would say anger is what usually is front and center when you think of the word resentment. So one of my favorite books is by Brene Brown. It's called Atlas of the Heart. I love this book. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. I recommend it to most of not all my clients, um, because it really does a great job at breaking down emotions. Um, and when we think of resentment, we don't really think of it as an emotion. We kind of think of it as a as a state of being, and then we equate the anger as the um, as the emotion, right? But resentment is actually an emotion on its own. And Atlas of the Heart touches on this, and it actually clarifies something that I found to be pretty damn eye opening when I read it. So resentment is not part of the anger family, even though that's usually what we identify first, right? It's actually part of the envy family. Ew, envy, right? Who the hell wants to admit feeling envious? But if we can admit this to ourselves, then instead of feeling shame or feeling bad for the quote-unquote negative emotion, we can be proactive about our emotions. We can lean into our emotions and then get curious about what those emotions are trying to tell us. So here, Brene Brown defines resentment as, I'm going to read it right off the book, the feeling of frustration, judgment, anger, better than, and or hidden envy, ew, that's that word, related to perceived fairness or injustice. It's an emotion that we often experience when we fail to set boundaries or ask for what we need or when expectations let us down because they were based on things that we can't control, like what other people think, what they feel, or how they're going to react. That's a great, like, just great definition, doesn't it? It it jumps on those, um, or touches on those key words that really jump out at you, like perceived fairness, right? injustice. You know, you 
get a physical emotion or physical reaction when you think of that emotion. Um, boundaries, right? It makes us think of boundaries. Absolutely. So I want you to think of how resentment shows up in your life, mom. Does it usually show up when you're completing an act of service for your loved ones? Or when you see someone else doing something that you want to do, but feel like you can't? A common example is for you mamas with spouses and little ones. If you see your spouse napping on the couch, ooh. <laughs> if you've been there, you know, uh, inside you are rehearsing, right? In your mind, you're yelling, you're screaming in your head. What? This guy's napping? You know, like, wh when the hell do I get to take a nap? I didn't sleep last night. I was up with the baby last night. I'm the one that has baby vomit all over my hair. I'm the one that's got dirty dishes to wash and bottles to clean and all kinds of shit. And here is this son of a gun taking a nap. WTF. And then you do that movie reel where you picture waking his ass up and giving him a piece of your mind. Or maybe you internalize the movie reel and then you cry inside the closet. Either one of these scenarios, mamas, is not good for you. So what to do? What do we do when we feel resentment? Well, what did I say about acknowledging? Step number one, acknowledging our feelings, right? Emotion, um, Emotional awareness. Knowing that resentment is part of the envy family, that gives us a really good um, starting point. Because then we know that envy tries to tell us when I ask, lean into your emotion, what do you feel, right? What's your emotion trying to tell you? Well, envy usually says, I want what you have right? I want what that other half, uh, that person has. So in this example, it's, hey, I want that nap. I want that nap that he's taking. So what we do is we maybe focus on the other person and maybe what they're doing wrong. So here in this example, your spouse, partner, whatever, is wrong for napping because in your mind, he should be saying, hey, honey, instead of me napping, you should be napping. You do so much. And can I rub your feet while you're at it? Would you like a cold drink? God, just put your feet up. Go to, go to sleep. I'll take care of everything else. Frustrating, I know. But Brene Brown gives us a great sense um, or a great lens to, to look at this from. So instead of focusing on that other person, right? Instead of that being the focal point, because sometimes that's where our brain goes. Instead of saying, what is that person doing wrong? Or what should they be doing? Ask yourself instead, and here's the drum roll, key, key question. What do I need but am afraid to ask for? Mm. So you see, moms, it comes back to the B word, boundaries. Boundaries with yourself. Boundaries are about acknowledging what your wants and your needs are. Remember, we've talked about boundaries before. They're not barriers. You're not really upset that your, that your spouse is resting. They may have been up for part of the night or they may have had a long time at work or they may be going through something, whatever. They needed rest so they're taking a nap. You're not upset that they're taking a nap. You're upset because you need to rest. So I want you to think back on the last thing that you did for someone 
and how you were feeling, what I asked at the beginning of this episode. If it included some sort of resentment, then I'm going to have you ask yourself this question right now. So instead of focusing on the task, now that we have a different viewpoint of resentment, we're going to shift that focus, right, from the other person. Instead of focusing on the task, you know, i.e. the diaper changing, the Uber driving your kids, you know, without the money, without the tip, the picking up the same damn toy off the floor or folding the same exact laundry pile. So I want you to bring that awareness, that curiosity inward and ask yourself, what do I need from this situation that I may be too afraid to ask for? Maybe it's you need rest. Maybe it's that you need help, but you're not asking for it. Geez, how many times do we do that? Maybe it's you would like some acknowledgement, some maybe significance from your family members, but you're too afraid to ask for a thank you. Or you maybe think that it may, you know, it may land wrong. Maybe you feel like you shouldn't, but that's what you're needing. You're needing significance. You're needing validation. It's okay for us to want that, moms. Mama's resentment shouldn't be an ongoing living situation for you. So you shouldn't be pitching a tent and living there. It should be something, an emotion, like any other emotion that we become aware of, we notice it without judgment, and then we ask that key question to get the answer of what you truly need in your life. Asking, what do I need? What do I want from this situation? What am I not asking for? It's one to practice, moms. So that's your task for this week. I want you to identify resentment when you see it. I want you to think about the key question that we learned from Brene Brown and apply it. And this is, remember, how we how we create habits in our lives that are for us, that are for us, so that we can create the joyful life that we want every single day. I hope this was helpful, mamas. Let joy be your default, and I will see you next week.